All right. So the next question is, Scott, is it necessary to confuse your clients so they don't remember? Is it necessary to confuse your clients so they don't remember your suggestions? So is it necessary to confuse the clients? Uh, I don't think so. No, I think again, that's one of the things everybody says you have to do. Like a lot of the gurus and a lot of top experts say you have to do, but I never did it ever. I realized this, like when your client really has an unconscious breakthrough, they're not going to remember anything that happened. Trance, irrelevant, anything like that, because the problem has been resolved so unconsciously that even if they try and describe it consciously, it's going to be confusing anyway. So trying to put layers of confusion on top of things, I think is nonsensical. It's, it's not necessary. Um, what I do think is necessary and what you should do is create a great demarcation between trance and normal awake, you know, normal consciousness and create a split again. So the unconscious mind can keep processing. Conscious mind can, you know, drive them home or, you know, can talk to you consciously. Creating a demarcation is important because that almost like, if you can imagine, like puts the lid on top of the jar. If the jar is the unconscious mind, you put a lid on it, demarcates it. Um, I think that's necessary. But all of these things like suggestions, I've heard, I've heard this before, like when you give a client suggestions, you have to speak really fast so the conscious mind doesn't hear you. I don't think that's the case. Like a lot of this stuff people say is like, it can't be proven. It's just more like a strategy they think sounds good. You've got to add confusion. I don't think so. You've got to deepen trance. I don't think so. Like there's only certain things that happen unconsciously when the client is in certain depths of trance. I don't think so. Um, and again, if someone can prove this otherwise with real proof, you know, let me know. I'd be happy to look at it. Um, but this is all based on just the way that I work with my clients. I'm not saying my strategy is the only way to do it, but 99% of what people said I had to do, I never use. Like the deepening of trance, the confusion, suggestions where you talk really, really fast, hypnotic phenomena, eye closure, trance, all that sort of stuff. All I concentrate, and I think that's come from like the more showy egotistical part of trance we're so busy trying to show clients how quickly we get them into trance and when this awesome hypnotherapist look at me i'm so mysterious and all that sort of stuff when everybody's concentrating on that stuff like the i call it like the sideshow stuff i'm concentrating on therapy i want my clients to have a breakthrough i couldn't care less how deep they went into trance i couldn't care about confusing them i don't care about any of that stuff all i wanted to know was how quickly can my client have a breakthrough so i think if you create a split between hypnosis and actual breakthroughs and go for the breakthrough, you'll actually find that you can do some incredible work with the clients. So if you're busy trying to confuse your clients so they don't remember the suggestions, if they remember them, so what? Like if the problem has been changed unconsciously, they're not going to be able to access the problem again. They're not going to screw it up. Like another example of this is, you know, you've got to give your clients audios for 30 days. How can you prove that? Okay, this is just another theory. And I never wanted to use stuff with clients based on a theory. And I'm not even just using my opinion here. I tested all this stuff with all of my clients. I was always testing things because I wanted to make stuff shorter. Like another example is you've got to have rapport right at the start of the session. No, you don't. What I've got to talk about rapport type things to get my client to like me. If I'm a nice person and I go into this caring about them and their problem, that's good enough rapport. Then it was the suggestibility test. Like, what do I need to find out if my client can go into trance or not? The very fact they've got a problem means they had to go into trance to create it. So of course they can go into trance. The deepening of trance, never did that. Didn't have to worry about that. I don't care how deep a client goes because that's not necessary. The confusion, all the other stuff that people say you have to do, like it's like the timeline of how therapy should go. You definitely want to test this stuff. Is this stuff actual fact? 
Or is this just another technique that's going to take up more of your time with clients and do absolutely nothing for them? Um, so I wouldn't worry about the confusion. Concentrate on the breakthroughs. Learn how to do good therapy, not good hypnosis and trance. There's a big difference there because that's what your clients are paying for. Your clients are not going to have a breakthrough because you confuse the living daylights out of them or you put them into this cataleptic trance. Like a lot of people are looking for the deep, deep trances. And then when their client's in trance, they don't know how to do the therapy. A lot of people believe that like when my client's in trance, I've just got to say positive suggestions. That's not how it works. It's not like you open up a client's mind and you drop positive suggestions in and it gets closed up and now the positive. It doesn't work like that. Trance is not like that. The unconscious mind doesn't deal with problems that same way. So concentrate on the therapy, the breakthroughs, because that's what your clients are going to pay for and forget about a lot of the stuff and test it for yourself. Don't just take my word for it. Test those things out. And if you do not need them, like you physically see they have no positive result or do not shave any time off the session you do with clients, don't use them. As you start getting better at hypnosis, you'll actually find in therapy in general, you'll actually find that you start taking a lot of things out because they're just big time wasters. And they're usually taught as just a theory to sound good. But when you're so busy, like following a formula has to be step one, step two, step three, step four, step five, and you go into your session so rigidly, it's always going to be hit and miss. Why? Because every client is different. Every client has their own desires, their needs, their hates, and their wants. So trying to generalize people into it works this one way, because all the unconscious mind work this way, and all techniques that can only solve this type of problem, you're locking yourself in a very messy box, where if things don't work, you're going to be caught between a rock and a hard place rethink the way that you do hypnosis um, and therapy and forget about the confusion, all that stuff. It is just not necessary.